Hey everyone, this is Bistok and you are listening to Coach Orshi and I'm so happy that you are here today. And I brought you a very good example how you probably shouldn't respond from emotions to a complaint letter. Uh, and you have, whenever you get a complaint, first of all, check out the facts. And try to look at it from an objective point of view, be objective, you know, from an objective point of view. Because I think that in business, uh, it doesn't matter the where, what service you are talking about. You can have like, uh, I don't know, an internet provider and you are the customer and you don't get the the service, you write a, a complaint letter. First of all, when you write a complaint letter, Try to take out personal emotions as much as possible. So don't write an email from being, from anger, you know, from being angry. Because I'm going to tell you that that's going to lead nowhere, absolutely nowhere. And uh, that's the first thing. The second thing that, you know, just because you get a complaint letter, you're not obliged to reply back straight away. Uh, and I honestly recommend you that it's better if you sleep on it <laughs> because next day you will see things differently. And isn't that true to everything else in life? I think that is very, very true. And and I honestly recommend you to actually sleep on things before you reply. I get that. Complain letters or uh, people who are not happy or with your service. And I think you all have been there. I've been there myself. Um, they, most of the time, people talk from emotions. And I think that it not necessarily needs to be emotionate or emotional as such. Uh, yes, at the end of the day, you are not happy. Yes, that's fine. But there is a way to communicate that. Uh, and there is a way to reply to that complaint without actually hurting the other person, without uh, disgrading the other person or whatever. Uh, and I think that that's something that you have to learn from it, that if you write even if it's a complaint if you try to see things from the positive side of it then you're probably gonna end up with a better result than uh, in fact writing and responding responding um, from emotions straight away so one of my clients have uh, ordered well not ordered but agreed to be the service provider who is going to uh, do um, a website for his company and uh, this agreement was back in 2017 and eventually the website never been made and never went live and I think that from a third party and from the third not third person, but from outstanding or, or, you know, out from not being in the situation. Um, I can say that um, I think both party, parties have made mistakes. And it's not down to one person why the project uh, ended up as a failure. 
And I think that we, if you are an entrepreneur, uh, you kind of like know that not everything is going to go according to plan. And you kind of know that you have to uh, put things in place in order to be successful. You know, it's not just, even if you have an agreement with someone that that person is going to do X, Y job, that doesn't mean that that person will able to do it you might need to add to that whether it's communication whether it's uh, content whether it's you know what should be appearing it doesn't matter but i can easily see that that you know it doesn't matter what is the job it's just like okay for example you want to order a tv service in your home you have to be there and open the the front door in order for the guys to install the uh, the actual TV box that that you have. So um, it doesn't matter. It's always depending on two parties, right? And I think that this is one thing, the first key point that you can take away from, from this example. While eventually it hasn't happened, the communication failed early 2018 in this case, and then that's really been it. Um, nothing has happened ever since however uh, the customer is not happy because the it's been prepaid and um, the, the service has been paid for and basically he has a website which is not working and it's not really a website as such and uh, this uh, customer gets to the point when okay well i'm going to request my money back because the service hasn't been provided and it's over a year now um, and I think that that's fine as well the customer has written an email I actually seen the email and I can say that that I think that it was very objective straight to the point that look it hasn't happened um, uh, these, this is what I can get out of it and and basically, I know that I'm going to end up with some financial loss. Loss, However, I want uh, some of this money that I have paid uh, returned because the full service that I paid for has not been delivered. And looking at from knowing the... I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go into details because I don't think that it's necessary. But uh, knowing all the details, uh, I honestly believe that uh, he has this person has a point here and um, anyhow he writes this email to the service provider and the service provider gets back within a few hours with one of the most negative and very aggressive email that I have seen and um, the whole thing starts that how not like how there, but it's very, very close to that point and how there that he is questioning the service provider's technical knowledge and experience uh, in this matter, which uh, in fact in the customer complaint letter has never been mentioned whatsoever. Uh, at the same time, the, the, the service provider blames the customer not, not to know certain technical knowledge that the customer service provider should know, but not the client. So let me put this in, in, in example. I am an entrepreneur and I ask you to 
install a, let's say a telephone line into my um, into my office right do I need to know the technical details do I need to know that what kind of walls are in the uh, whether you can drill through the walls or you can't drill the, through the drawers uh, the walls no I don't need to know about it I am paying you because you will know it what is the solution whether you can drill through you might ask for information to provide but there is a huge difference between asking for information or actually believing and rightfully saying that the client should know these technical details. No, a client, I don't think they should know the technical details. And uh, there are many, many cases where uh, <laughs> there is nothing else worse than when you are working with someone who knows the technical details because then they're going to keep coming back that no, it shouldn't be done this way. It should be done this way. Uh, as an entrepreneur, you don't need to know every single details, you know, and this is something that um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg said as well, that he doesn't need to know every single process in his business, but he needs to know that, you know, hey, what's happening and how it is dealt with. But do they need to, do, does he need to know about the details, the little nitty gritty details? No, because he's the head of the company. That's why he has people inside his business who should be responsible for that. So if you are contracting um, uh, someone who, let's say, install your telephone number in your office, then you know, yes, they should know what kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, cables they should be using, etc., etc. And I, as a client, I'm not interested. I do not need to know. And that's pretty much it is. So anyway, in this case, the, the service provider says that, well, you should know better. You know, this is something that you should know. And because you don't know, you are very unprofessional. No, I don't think that you should say at all that, uh, that any person is unprofessional. And, and then the, the email continues that, well, I have my personal uh, uh, view on, you know, on, on you as a, uh, as, as a person, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Who gives a damn about that? Like literally, who gives? What's your opinion? Like, you know what? There is a saying in Hungary that opinion is just like an asshole. Like, everyone has it, but no one interested in it. And it's so true. No one interested in your opinion. Unless they, you are being asked what's your opinion, then you are entitled to share your opinion. But until that, you are not entitled to share your opinion. So, uh... <laughs> I don't know how a professional person would write this into a response to a complaint letter. And then he, the, the service provider keeps going and then talking about that, wow, well, the communication failed. I have asked you to speak to, you know, here or make a phone call. And then you've been given, ex um, uh, you know, excuses and etc. etc. And um, <coughs> so <coughs> there is one thing, 
and here that I need to mention, and it's very, very important to mention, that I believe that yes, the communication failed between the two parties, and that is, you know, it's blaming uh, for both parties. But, <clears throat> but um, I think the, the customer is just as much responsible for the communication like the, um, like the service provider. But that's why, because of this, not this particular experience, but very similar experience, I have started uh, a documentation in one of uh, our businesses where we keep track that when and how uh, we've been communicating with the customer. It's, uh, you might say that, hey, but it's very, very time, key, uh, time consuming uh, task to do, <coughs> but it's been very, um, very, very useful. Uh, recently, when we have received complaint letters, uh, we could just check on this um, documentation that in fact we have communicated with the client uh, and we could go back several dates, time exactly when we have sent emails to them. And even when they, if they don't respond it or didn't uh, respond, <coughs> even when they didn't respond, they actually, we actually kept sending them emails. And we have this kind of rules that even if they don't respond, uh, we keep reminding them that, hey, there is an outstanding issue. Why we do that? Because we've been there. We've been there when we had a customer who didn't bother to respond back to us. And then after a while, like out of the blue, when you were not expecting us, so much time has gone they came back and said that well you haven't you know you haven't uh, uh, delivered the service that we paid for so that's why exactly we have introduced this uh, it's a it's a very very simple documentation but it tells us everything every single thing about um, that where we are what we have done and what we haven't done uh, so I would recommend you to do that as well and if you are a small business, it's very, very easy to do. If you are uh, uh, a bigger business, then there are uh, millions of softwares where what you can use in order to uh, actually do this and follow these communications up. So the email goes uh, that certain things have not been included in the, in the agreement. Now... The funny thing is that as far as we can see, there is no agreement. So uh, how can you rely uh, to say that, oh, but we have an agreement and the agreement exactly says that when there is no agreement, there is uh, 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 an invoice, what is going to be provided, but no nitty gritty details, what are excluded from this. So that's that's another thing that for me is like I, I, it's it's very hard for me to understand that you know well when you and this is this is exactly comes from the fact that you are responding to an email from emotions and from anger no you should sleep on it you should find all the evidence and then write an, an email so you don't get back an email that hey 
How can you say there is an agreement when there isn't an agreement between us? You know, don't don't make that mistake because that's um, that's not really 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 good one. And then um, the email goes on that well, you know, you haven't sent me this, and the one that you sent me it wasn't in the right format, and so on and so on. And you should know it better because you are uh, a professional. Again. I'm not going to repeat myself, but you know, if you communicate and you have a right communication and you pre-communicate that what you are going to do exactly and what you are not going to do, which is included in the fee, then there is no misunderstanding. And even if there is a misunderstanding, then you can refer back that, hey, in this and this email or this and this contract or agreement or whatever, I have told you so. Now, remember one thing, right? Uh, when you are referring back to telephone conversation, I think that's the biggest BS. I think the great thing is that even if you have a telephone conversation, write an email, a catch up that, you know, what you are going to deliver for that, right? So that's something that you have to be, uh, uh, it's, it's your responsibility. If the other party, the, the party doesn't do it, then I think it's your responsibility to do that. Hey, this is just a quick catch up, catch up um, after, you know, our phone conversation or Zoom conversation, Skype conversation, whatever is that, and just say that, okay, this is what we have agreed with. And here is an email. Please confirm back that it's okay and ask for a reply. Because if they say that this is okay, yes, this is what we agreed, then if there is any dispute in the future, then you can refer back that, hey, you said, you confirmed, you okayed it. So these are the things that you have to uh, uh, be very, very careful about how you do things. And then, basically the the response is like well from the customer the, the service provider point of view the email is very very long uh, mainly blaming the customer for everything that has happened why he hasn't done whatever whatever i think that there is uh one or two points out of everything which is relevant and true that and I can see that the customer should have done more on that on those points. But other than that, you know, it uh, it the, the the client the provider the service provider just pay, blames the client for everything. Now, when the email is closing, and this is from the service provider response with the fact that well before you have written this email you should have you know you should have done your own investigation about the facts and then mentions certain things such as that uh, um, the customer never paid for uh, a technical service uh, because he doesn't provide that technical service um, <clears throat> And then he never used it because uh, he used uh, uh, the, the, the existing one that the customer had and refers to a name that what he has been using. And the truth is that that technical stuff has been paid for. It's on the invoice. It's been fully paid in advance. And... Um, 
if he hasn't used it then you know that's that's dodgy for me that's kind of like dodgy uh why he hasn't checked what he has sent over why he's saying one company name that the customer used but in fact the customer has never used that um that company <clears throat> that just shows and then telling the customer that you should be more factful for me that was kind of like you know what this service provider no he has responded from his because he's hurt and i get why the service provider is hurt but just because he's hurt he responded from full of emotions blaming everyone else instead of coming to a, a, an agreement and you know it's not it's not the problem that you tell someone else that you know what you should have done more because i think that there are so many cases where we can say that yeah the other person should have done more and then once you say once you are able to say that okay i should have done more and i this is something that was my responsibility then i think that's great if you are able to to say it to the other party and say that you know what hey i made a mistake as well i this should have been this was my my responsibility and i haven't delivered it i get that uh, but and i think that this is the the next level when you actually step to a, a new level where you when you say that okay we all make mistakes but man this is a sad thing now obviously a response went back from the customer and actually highlighting that if you are saying that you should be more factful then here is my fact and uh and also uh the the service provider email is very very degrading the customer and i think that you should never ever do that even if that's what you think you don't do that even if you that's what you see on social media you don't do that because long term it's not uh, uh it's not it's not going to be you know for fruitful for your relations and you never know that who you're going to meet uh, tomorrow and uh yeah you just simply don't do that you just simply don't do that i know it's been a very very long podcast i think i haven't done this long podcast for a very long time but i hope that you can learn from this i hope that you enjoyed it i hope that you don't make these mistakes because um because it can save save you not uh, not i think that i i do get you know um complaint letters and and i think that's uh, i believe it's part of life uh and once you know that and you know how to handle it and you don't write from emotions but you actually uh go back and then if you admit that you know hey yeah there are certain things where i was wrong and and offer a solution for it which is beneficial for for both of you and yeah you know without a doubt i think that there are cases when you ending up losing but that's part of life i believe and it's not always a, a win win situation despite that we all want to you know be in those but it's not always win win situation so try to make the best out of it and i think that try to 
always, <laughs> not even try, but always think about the future because it, it happens to, for, to you today and you have to think of what impact is going to have on your future. And sometimes you just think about it and then you just go like, okay, well, in fact, for me, the impact of this situation whatever it might be has a huge impact on my future so I have to act according to that and put away put aside my personal views and how I'm feeling right now so anyway I hope that you enjoy this and you have a wonderful day and then I'll come back to you next week ciao